Welcome to this week's episode of Kid Got Your Ticket. This show is brought to you by Super Kids Clubhouse, bridging the gap between home and school. Visit their website at skcmiami.com. Your hosts, Alex and Paula. Of course. If you would have been an L. All right, we are back to episode numero, 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 numero. Dieciocho, 18, guys. We are? Legal. We are finally legal, 18th episode. Can you guys believe it? We can't. I can't either. I can, I can. I knew this was going to take we off. Knew I knew we would do good. That's right, that's right. And we are in sunny Miami. That's right, guys, where the Super Bowl just happened. This past weekend, go Chiefs, they won. That's right, and all those Northerners brought that cold oh, weather, boy. man. I thought the Super Bowl was going to get canceled because on, on Saturday, it rained a whole day. And then on Sunday, we were in the 50s. That's, That's right. like unheard of. That's perfect weather for playing football. Not human weather. Uh, you see, when it's in the 70s, my husband always goes out and says, this is perfect Human weather, and I could agree. I it's it's the best weather ever. But when it's in the fifties, it's like, dude, really, we're only like fourteen, fifteen degrees away from New York. That's What's right. up with that? I don't know. Listen, I have a theory. Here's my theory. My theory is that somehow the Earth is changing and the climates are changing and stuff, and New York is going to be getting Arctic weather, and Florida is going to be getting New York weather in the coming years. I'm not a scientist. That's just my theory. But you know what? That's a pretty good theory. You know why? Because I uh, recall, I'm not a scientist either. This is just my hypotenuse of um, all the things I read and listen to. But I also have a theory as well. I believe that the equator is actually going more southern. I also believe that our poles switched in 2000. And it just takes time, right? Exactly. I don't think everything happens where everything collides. Imagine, look at the time it took Earth to evolve. To the time we're at now, right? To where we're at now, which it had its uh, its cold spells. It has its desert-like atmosphere or whatever atmosphere it's had or whatever climate it's had. It goes through its, its transitions. I don't think they happen from one day to another. No, it's slow. Like, you don't grow... You don't grow up from one day to the other. It takes 18 years, like our 18th episode. That's right. Kid got your ticket. That's right. So I think Earth is evolving. And as it evolves, we're going to start seeing some really interesting things um, along along climate, along surfaces, along uh, land that's showing that's now not showing or vice versa, not showing and now showing. I mean, we're getting earthquakes in Puerto Rico. Wow. That's like Today, there was another five. Uh, 5.0 magnitude earthquake off the coast of Puerto Rico. That's crazy. Yeah, know? it's. I mean, we wish you guys the best. It, it it sucks, and we're sorry you have to go through that. But yeah, but they've been getting rocked. Like they've just been getting hit. They got hit with a hurricane, where almost the whole island was without power. Yes, it was uh, bad. We have some friends that were telling us the yeah, some areas were bad. okay, and other areas were not were not doing as well. Yeah, like us. Remember that first first hurricane we got. We were one of the people, one of the families that got hit without power, but but when yet another side here. of Miami had power. That's right. Yep. And yep. and we were affected. We were affected for what seven days? Seven days without power. It sucks when you don't have power. But you know what? The first time it happened, it, it was really bad for us because we didn't know how to prepared. handle, how to be prepared. But now 
It's like, all right, cool. We have a grill, we have electric, we have batteries, we have lights, we have a generator, we have all this stuff. So now we're, we kind of just hang on and have a good time. Number one priority, do not, do not open up the refrigerator if the power goes out. Just leave it closed leave unless it closed. you need to get stuff. That's right. But you know what? There's, it's, it's kind of easy to prepare and it's kind of fun. We had a blast yeah, last had, time. We had a ball. What we do do, I mean, just a little hint. Be, once we're tip. safe. Once the hurricane is safe. Exactly. Once you're back home yes. and things are kind of normalizing. You you kind of feel you feel safe and and you do stuff like you clean up you, you try to take out all the brush stuff you play you play board games you play board games you play soccer a lot of barbecuing a lot of barbecuing but the good thing on this last one is that we had protein shakes we had protein shakes <laughs> we're just eating protein all the time yeah. hey listen it was better than starving That's that right. was for sure fruits yeah. and protein shakes and yeah. we had food thank God thankfully we, and we had the generator that kept our at least our refrigerator going and our stove so that we could eat yeah so yeah. thankfully for that always nice to be thankful for stuff right right absolutely I'm always thankful for everything thankful right? for even before we eat, we're thankful. That's right. That so we, we start our day with Thanksgiving, so, right? So speaking about you know the transition of the Earth and how it, it happens, like you don't, you know, you don't get fat in a day. Oh, absolutely not. You know, it takes months, maybe years, for you to get fat. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Holy shit, I am fifty pounds overweight." That's right. It it creeps up on you, it and it kind of goes by tens, right? An increment of tens. Yes, it's like. All of a sudden, you weigh yourself, like, oh, I'm 10 pounds heavy. Oh, no, you know what? I'll start eating healthier next week. Exactly. The next week comes around, and you're like, oh. My goodness, another. And as you get older, it's like, man, it just gets, it gets even more and more difficult to lose the weight. It actually, it it just, it's it's tougher. You don't burn as much calories. I mean, we we work with kids. And you tell a kid, hey, uh, can you go, let's say the kid (laughs) says, hey, can I go get can I go get some water? They don't walk to the water fountain. They bounce. They're bounce, running. Run. They're, they're some, if they can roll, they'll roll. If you were to do that, let's say you say, you know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom. But instead of walking around the bed, you were to do a somersault, land on your feet, bounce. jump, do two jumping jacks, get to, the, get to the bathroom, do your business, come back, you know, jump, see if you can touch the ceiling, come back down, you know, Kick, touch your toes, roll, come back. You'll burn a lot of calories. All while singing. All while singing. Because <laughs> that also helps you burn some calories. And going, mom, 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 mom. 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 Oh, my God, my son. So, check, so going back to health, we actually um, we actually have a really good uh, understanding of that. because, And the, good th- the nice thing about our understanding is that he gains weight and he loses weight very easily. Because his... I gain weight a lot faster. Easier than I get to lose the weight. Yes, but you also gain it and lose it easier than I do. Yes. Because you don't have any gene mutations. Mm. I do. So it takes... You're a mutant? I am. You believe that? Didn't know you were a mutant. Well, they do say that 50% of the of the world has a gene mutation. It's just that some people are not aware of it and others are. Is it an autoimmune disease or is it a gene mutation? I don't know the difference. I, well, I, I'm, I'm totally... Um, well, now that I've learned about all this fun stuff, an autoimmune disease is a disease that attacks your body. Anyway, anyhow. There's some that have names, there's some that don't have names. Mm. The ones that don't have names are usually considered and categorized under fibromyalgia. But those that do have names that attack certain glands, like your thyroid or um, whatever your immune system, which I believe is MS, 
So you have different autoimmune or Lyme disease. Like there's different immune systems that attack different things. I have an autoimmune disease that attacks my thyroid. And because it attacks my thyroid, I actually, it actually is harder for me to lose weight. So I try to keep my weight off, which is also a little bit hard because of it, right? You are very lucky. You just start carving your your I'm carbs. I'm very lucky because I have you. Ah, oh, thank you. But you just carb your carbs. Like, how how easy is it for you to lose two three pounds in a week? Easy. Yeah. It is easy. Yeah, because you car you cut out carbs. You focus on a certain food and you work out a little bit more, and you're able to do that. I don't. It takes me a little bit longer. It's a little bit more frustrating, but now that I know what it's all about, it's actually easier. So I actually just work with what I have. Now, back in the days, I would check the weight and I'd be like, ah, screw this. I'm not losing weight. Who cares? And then I would grab that Cheeto bag and continue eating Cheetos. Oh, boy, all, we went through a Cheeto phase. Oh, my God. Remember, it used to be Cheetos and, and a, those lemon, those and lemon. Those, uh, those ices. Oh, my God. They're so good. Man, we used to sit, watch TV, have a bag of Cheetos. A bag, a bag of a bag. Cheetos. Just go through it. And then afterwards, we'd be like, oh, my God, can you believe we just ate that? And we're like, yep. all right, <laughs> pass the pretzels. Pass those pretzels. Next. Hey, listen, we ballooned high. I went up to 198. Yep, I went up to 225 pounds. 225, which is pretty high. And we were there for a while. Yes, we were. Like, we didn't we yeah. didn't know what to do. We were in total limbo. I was in limbo. He was in limbo. We would work out. Yep. But it was just, it was so, like, so non-productive. A lot, of, a lot of people think that working out is just the way to go. But you only work out for about an hour of the 24 hours that you're... That, that you're you have. Off. And you have to control. It's what you eat. It's that hole in your face that you keep stuffing. That yeah. and also stress. Did you know that stress actually holds a lot of retained water in your body? And it also doesn't help you digest your food properly. So when they say stress is like a number one issue, it really is, guys. Stress really, really does a number on you. But you're right. Diet too. Diet is so important because without the proper diet, you can exercise all you want. You're just going to get the muscles underneath all the fat. But even with diet... Are you, you going to be strong? You're going to have abs? Absolutely, you're going to have abs. I bet the fattest people have abs. Yeah. You just can't see them. Exactly, because they're under the, that fat. But how are you holding up all that weight? How are you holding up all that weight? got to have muscles. That, muscles or just want to be muscles. But then that's why people have so many aches and pains. And their knees hurt and their joints hurt and their shoulders hurt and their elbows hurt. And everything hurts. Remember how much pain I used to have? Remember the hip pain I used to complain about so much? Yes. I used to be like, oh, man, my hips are hurting. But that was 195 pounds on a five, what, how tall am I? Five, two, five, three? Five, four. Five, four body frame. And my frame is small. I'm petite. So 200 pounds on a tiny little body. Try, and I still look good back then, too. Is that you carry it well. I carry, I carry it well. You carried the weight well. You never looked obese until after we saw the pictures. <laughs> right? And then we're like, wait a minute. Holy shit, you were obese. You were big. You were a big girl. I was a big girl. I was a big girl. My confidence was on the ground. And the funny thing is that with losing weight, when you lose it slowly, you gain confidence. I wonder how many people started off their New Year's re resolution of trying to work out. And then after a week of not seeing results, 
Like, ah, screw this. It's not, it's not for me. I'm just big boned. So many people, man. And it sucks because it took us seven years. And we're not even. We're still working at yeah, it. Yeah, we're not even at, at like our, our, our goals. What's your goal? What, where would you like to be? How tall are you? Well, well, here's What's wh- your weight? Well, here's where I'm at now. I'm at 190 pounds now. Okay. Okay. And I'm in my early 40s. So I'm looking that by the time I hit my mid to late 40s, I would like to be about 20 pounds less, which should put me at about anywhere between 170 to 174. That's a good weight. So I, I want to, I want to teeter-totter between that. Uh, then when once I hit my 50s, I would like to lose a little bit more weight. And I'd like to be in the 165s. Okay. So I'll lose about another six pounds. That's right. Then. You know what? As a matter of fact, the other day that we were riding bike, remember that we went over the Chinese yep. Bridge? Yep. When we were coming back, did you happen to see that couple, that older couple? It was a woman and a man, and she had like short shorts. Yes. And she was probably like in her 60s, maybe close to 70s. She looked good. Listen, remember that lady that we went on a cruise? Yes. I'm. That, she's my idol. She, this lady... She must have been late 60s. Late 60s. Man, but she looked good. She looked good. Like, she was toned. She was fit. She was jogging. Yeah, man. She looked great. And we're like, okay, if she can do it. We can do it. We can do it. And we have time. Because I assume she just didn't just start doing that. No. Like, she, it's been, listen, it's a lifelong journey. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Like, you, you have to be able to continuously work at it. Because the minute you stop working at it, it becomes harder. So it's not, it never gets easier. You always want that cheat meal. You always are going to get lazy to go to the gym. You're oh, It's always going to be hard, but it gets easier. Or you exactly. get better. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't get easier. You get better at it because you have the... The, the stamina. Yes, like this morning, and we, sat, we, we sat in the car <laughs> like we usually do, and I'm telling her, man, you know what? Today, I just don't want to be here. I don't want to go to the gym. And we did it. But we still went in there. We got a great sweat. But after you start working out, after you come out of it, like, man, you know what? Thank goodness I went in. Once you get into the warm-up, it becomes a little less tedious. Yes. It's getting to the warm-up and starting to wor- work out. If you warm up. Exactly. Like, we warm up, we warm up for about... Five, we do a five-minute stretch, five to seven-minute stretch. Then we do about anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes of cardio, uh-huh. right? And that's when, when we go ahead and after that is when we start doing our actual weight training where we do whether it's powerlifting or, or weights, just regular weights. But we warm up. Why? So we don't injure ourselves. If you jump in right in and start doing bench presses or squats without warming up, you're running the risk of hurting yourself. Exactly. Especially if you're just trying to get into it now. Exactly. And you don't necessarily get hurt, but you do strain stuff and you can get hurt. That's a big possibility. Unless you're a seasoned vet and you understand how to bring your workout up slowly to the point where you can max, max it out or go to that high intensity workout. But if you're just new at it, you have to... Slowly, it's baby steps. You, you, you wasn't born walking. Kind of like Earth and how she's evolving. You have slowly. To, you have to take a baby step. First, you learn how to crawl. Then you learn how to walk. Then you learn how to run. Then you learn how to jog. Then run. You know, it just, it's a progressive learning experience. 
So <laughs> with that being said, you actually like, I personally think it was hard in the beginning because it was very hard for me to get to the gym. I would get into a bad mood. I would do everything and anything you could possibly imagine to stay home. Whatever it was, all oh, the baby, because back then the ba- Pollock's, our son was smaller. So I used to be like, no, who's going to stay with the baby? No, I don't want him to stay at the childcare. Forget it, I'll stay. Or I would fight with hubby. I'd be like, nah. I would fight and argue with him for whatever reason, and I would get to stay home. Yes. Um, but then again, I have an autoimmune disease, so I get a little bit tired more faster than he does. But you know what, guys? I've came to the conclusion after been I've been living with it for about 17 years that... It doesn't matter. And you understand it now. Exactly. And you got to put the hard work regardless. Lazy is going to be lazy regardless if you have an autoimmune disease or you don't. That's right. And it's just, it, and working out and getting to where you want to be at can be done regardless with an autoimmune disease and, re- and if not. I have a cousin who actually has MS and he has it in recession. He's had it for, my goodness, since we were in, since I was in college. And he does, he has it in recession because, or remission, sorry, because he actually eats good and he works out. And it helps him keep it at bay and he's kept it at bay all this time. So what I'm trying to say is whatever it is that's limiting or causing any limitation in you, don't let it stop you. You can do, become, act, be whatever and whoever, whoever you choose to be. But it all takes dedication and, and commitment. Consistency. Yeah. And consistency and baby steps. So this past weekend, we saw something that a lot of people may not, a lot of people are talking about it. I've seen a couple of memes on it, but we saw something that consistency actually pays off. There was a 50 year old woman okay. who entertained us at the halftime show. And she looks great. Right? And she looks great. Yeah. JLo. And Shakira, she's 43. Oh, she's my age. She's 43 years old. Oh, I'm her age. Okay. And they showed the world what a person that works out, eats healthy. I guess, Yes, she has the money. I'm going to hear that excuse. Yeah, she has the money to get the best personal trainers. It's easier for her because now people tell her exactly what to eat. She probably has a chef. She probably has this, everything. If you don't have it, then you still have to put in the work. If, you, if that's your goal on getting there. Yes, it's true. Because she just didn't start working out. She's been a dancer since In Living Color. All of them. Both of them. Yeah, they've been dancers forever. And you know what? If you don't like lifting weights, go dancing. Yeah, do something. Move the body. You, yeah, you got to move this body. Because if you don't move this body, this body's going to shut down. It will deteriorate. It, it will, will shut deteriorate down. Fast. Absolutely. I agree with that. And um, yeah, they looked amazing. They, I mean... They've always looked amazing. But then again, most of us have always, we, we look great when we were younger. So with time, we've allowed stress and just society and just life to just grab us and, and kind of do with us what it wants. But if you take control of it and you actually start doing what, what you think is best for yourself, then research, guys, everything's on the web. If it's not on the web, it's on YouTube. I'm sorry, I've done a lot of my personal learning and my personal growth and, and just taking care of myself by just asking questions. And how lucky are we, you know, how lucky are we to have all this information available to us through YouTube, Google, the whole wide world web? Yeah, no, and, and I feel very blessed and thankful that I actually have access to all the information I can possibly imagine. Like, and be able to 
take care of my body and eat to the criteria that I need to eat and adjust and and just pay attention. You have to pay attention. That's another thing people don't do. And I think that that's, a, that's one of the things that causes um, people harm with their bodies is paying attention to your body. I mean, if you're like, for example, I back in the days when I had leaky gut, yeah, I had leaky gut. Um, I used to eat bananas. The bananas used to really bother my stomach, but I used to be like, hey, it doesn't matter. It has potassium and a lot of it. And I work out, so it's good for my bones. I mean, for my muscles. So I would just continue eating them until one day I said, you know what? Listening to my body, I said, if my stomach is hurting after I'm eating a banana, I'm doing a disservice to my body and I'm going to stop. So what I did was that I stopped. I started focusing on my leaky gut and I healed it. And now that it's healed, I can freaking eat bananas. I can actually eat a lot of things I couldn't eat before. I still try to stay away from gluten only because I have hypothyroid. And when you have thyroid disease, gluten is not your friend. But every so often, we were talking about this, I fall off the bandwagon. I eat some bread. I, I enjoy some croissants with my but family. it's okay if you're eating it sporadically. But exactly. if, you're, if you're going ahead and you're eating it uh, every day, then hey, it's going to affect you. It does. It does affect you. Now, Be- here, here's the other thing, right? When were these bad habits implemented into people's lives was it as kids because our generation grew up on cereals we did mcdonald's but you know what and And then we see kids coming into our clubhouse with the worst foods lunchables then a lot of their food is a lot of high high uh fructose high fructose high carbs sugar sugar no balance yeah there's no balance here's what i like to tell people and especially in our, in our martial arts class, eat anything that doesn't have a commercial. That's right. If it doesn't have a commercial, eat it. When's the last time you saw an ad for apples? You don't. You don't see ads for apples. But you see but it you for see applesauce. An ad, that has, and Apple Jacks. Yeah. Right? Which has a lot of sugar. You see those ads. Even applesauce has a lot of sugar. Absolutely. Anything that is packaged and pre, like it takes about a year for it to mess, get messed up, you shouldn't be eating. Every so often you can, but you know what? It doesn't do good for the body. But as you were saying, when we were growing up, my family, we ate very good. Like we ate very clean because they didn't, the only thing we really had was cereal and cookies. The only thing we had was cereal. And um, remember we had cereal and we had chocolate chips because that had just come out, the Chips Ahoy. And we had the Oreos. That was it. It was either Oreos, cereal, Chocolate chip cookies or Chef Boyardee. Remember the uh, the oh big cans of, was, of spaghetti, or the and then we started kind of getting mac and cheese. Where, but my in my household there was none of that. I mean, the only thing we got was a f- couple of cereals, and we had the Chips Ahoy and the Oreos. But I think that kind of affected me as well, because when I turned eighteen and now I was working and I had money in my pocket. And I can go out to eat. Guess Pizza, what I was baby. Exactly. McDonald's, baby. So I, I, I suggest in our household, we tend to be very um, balanced. So we, we live by the 80-20 rule, right? You want That's to explain right. that? 80-20 rule. 80% of your diet should be clean. But you have to live a little. So Absolutely. 20% of your diet, you know, have a cheat meal once a week where you can have pizza, where you can have maybe cheeseburgers, where you can enjoy with friends. Because you can't go and hang out with your friends and be like, well, you know what? I can't eat that stuff. 
I'm not going to eat this. This is rude. And, 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 and you want to share in this social time. And us as humans, we kind of get together around food. And we've been doing it for ages, right? Around bonfires, cooking up meat and sharing stories and speaking and sharing other people's energies. And you don't want to alienate yourself from that. So 20%, go for it. Have a good time. Enjoy. Enjoy that beer. Enjoy that. It's live a little. You can't not not enjoy. That's my feeling. I feel like you have to be able to enjoy a little bit. You know, you have to be able to, you know, there's these great things that we as people we've made, you know, whether it's sugar or whatever it is, enjoy it sometimes. But as long as it's not a regular thing in your diet, because then that that's when it's bad. Well, if that is not a regular thing or that you decide that you're going to overeat that day. So a cheat meal isn't about you going ahead and eating a certain meal and then that's your cheat meal. That's great. And that's where that's to the point that I'm, I'm we're at. I'm at. Back in the days before I even understood how to curb my my diet or my or my habits, I used to have it was a cheat day. Guess what? I ate everything and anything you can day. possibly imagine the whole entire day. And that actually did more harm to my body than it did good. But then again, me, which once I do my spinoff, we're going to talk about me, myself, I was a food addict. I was emotionally Attached attached to food. Yes. Food made me happy. If I was in a bad mood, the only thing I had to do was go to Subway's, buy myself a big freaking sub, put a whole bunch of ranch dressing on that bad boy, sit down and eat. And once I was done, oh boy, I was the happiest girl in the world. I would have my chocolate chip cookie, I would drink my soda, and I would drink eat my foot long sub. Yeah, we don't get foot longs anymore. And we're, so, we're even like if we go to the supermarket to buy a, a sub, we don't have we I used to down a whole foot long. Yeah. I used to down it. Now, I've cut my portions that when I am going to have a sub, I only have six inch. And you know what I like now? We actually make them at home. Yeah, we do make them at so home. So we try to get the better but we've, things. But, but we've discovered the beauty of cooking at home. Oh, my God. It's been such a blessing. It, Thank it, you, God, it's a, it's an for ama- the awareness. It's an amazing feeling when you're actually able to prepare your food, eat it, enjoy cooking it, and know... Where your food, where your food is actually coming from, or how it's being made, and like I've grown, like now I don't even miss going out to eat. Like I, me I, either. I really enjoy eating at home. Like it's just it's we become make such some good food though. That's why food is good. And then, like I was telling you last time, when when it comes down to going out to eat, it's usually a 50-50 shot. Like you might get bad service that day. The food might be overdone it might be undercooked sometimes it's great service company food everything is great but it's not always guaranteed exactly when you cook at home you're making it yourself you know how much how rare you want it how well cooked you want it you know how much salt you want it you know how much not salt you want it you want it you you prepare your own food and it's just it's it's amazing and you know that you're going to stick your finger in your nose and throw a boogie in there. Yeah, I, and if I'm going to sneeze, it's myself, you know? <laughs> That's true. You know, I, I agree with that. I, I truly do. I, I At first, it was very hard 
to get assimilated and accustomed to cooking because it's three meals a day. Because we used to eat a lot out. We, we were eating every, out every everything. day. Everything. Sometimes Bagels. twice a day. Yeah, it was. And, and guess what? I had a blast. You know what, guys? I'm going to be honest. I remember when I was... I'm going to tell you a quick story. I remember when I was pregnant with my son. This is going to be super quick. And everybody would tell me, yeah, at a month, once he's born, he's going to sleep. He's going to do whatever he... You know, life is going to be perfect. And I wanted him to be born so bad so that in a month, I can sleep. And guess what, guys? That's not how it was. So I've just learned to take it for what it is. Live that day. Figure it out throughout that day. Not stress myself with what's going to happen tomorrow. And that's actually helped me out in cooking. Because now I actually go out. We go out together and we go food shopping. And we've shopped for the week. So we don't have to consistently go, go back and forth to the supermarket. That's helped out a lot because it saved time. It helps out our marriage because we talk and we have fun and we decide what we're going to eat. He helps me out a lot in the kitchen, so I'm not there by myself. So he takes a big load off. And I get to just kind of have a great time. Like, you make it a good time. And now that my our son's older, he's trying to help out. Yesterday, he came home, helped out with making food. And and it just becomes like, like such a nice lifestyle where it doesn't feel like you're forced and you have to eat this. Oh, no, it's like, mm, we're going to make this, we're going to make that. Like, today, I'm so excited for lunch. We're going to have Italian sausages, spicy sausages, with mushrooms and onions, and a nice big bowl of jasmine rice. And I'm so looking forward to lunch. <laughs> and you know what? Today, since we're having that type of lunch, I might make it my 20%. I may have a beer with my lunch. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Let's see how the day turns out. I may or may not. And then another thing that we do that some people criticize us for is being organic. Now, I try to get as much organic as possible because I'll tell you why. I don't have to defend myself, but I like to give opinions and, and, and why I choose what I choose. Now, I have a gene mutation. My gene mutation makes it hard for me to detox as fast as other people. If you guys want to know uh, the G mutations, I know the one I have, and I forgot what the second one is, the, the acronym or like the, the numbers for it, uh, but I the one that I have is C677T, and it's uh, it's only on one oh, gene. you know it? Yeah. Wow. It's only on one gene. I don't have it in both, which is great. It's not one of the harder ones that, that take hard, uh, like it's hard to detox, but it's still a little bit difficult for my body to detox. So I try to eat as clean as possible. Guys, I'm not stupid and I'm not naive. I know that even if it's labeled organic, the possibilities of it being 100% organic are and probably are not. But I like to sit down and I like to eat with a clean conscience. And at least when I'm doing that, my mind and my body is at ease. That's my personal take on it. However, everybody else wants to eat. I, I, it doesn't bother me. And guess what? If I go to a friend's house and she doesn't have organic, guess what we eat? Whatever they have. Exactly. So it's at, at least in my house, I try to keep it that way. And that's the reason. Because we were talking about that, right? We had a friend that was telling us about, what were they telling you about with the veggies? That the manure that they use for fertilizer, it's not fair to, it's not regulated. But they consider it organic because they're not using any special pesticides. But the manure, where it's coming from, you don't know where it's coming from. And that kind of made sense to me. So what I told her was, okay, you know what? You just need the 80-20 rule. 
you exactly. know, try to eat as healthy as you can, as organic as you can, but don't be so critical on just going one specific way. Because 30 years from now, they might be like, well, everybody that ate organic is... <laughs> no, they're not going to say that. So, <laughs> give me, Guys, give me one second. I'll be right back. But I do think and I do know that as long as I have peace of mind in what I'm eating, then my body's going to be able to assimilate the food properly. My body's going to be able to digest that food properly. My body's going to be able to allocate whatever nutrients need to go to where they need to go. And whatever needs to be detoxified or eliminated from my body, my body will be able to do that only because you have a peace of mind. Now, I was, I've been listening to this amazing book and I've been learning so much about it. And that's one of the things he talks about. I don't know what the AC because it's hot. It's all right. That's one of the things he talks about. He talks about how so many people lose the energy of food not because of the content of the food that they're eating, but because of the energy that's delivered within the food that you're eating. So what do I mean by that? What I'm trying to say is, let's say you're going for lunch and you're at work and you've been stressed out because there's a meeting you're having after lunch and now you're on this this uh, flight or fight mode. Did so you say who the author is of the book? I have not because I want to keep it a secret until we start talking about it. Okay. So we... What we do is we have this anxiety. So anxiety affects your gut, your stomach. That's where anxiety is one of the pitfalls. You have meridians along your body. Your, your stomach is actually one of the main ones because it's what digests your food. It's what sends the food out to where it needs to go, the nutrients to where it needs to go. So if you sit down, you already know you're having processed food. So that already in the back of your head, even if you don't think about it, it's there, Right. For those who are aware and conscious, there's many people that are not, and that's fine. But I am very aware of conscious. So then you have that in the back of your head. So that's already stressor number one. Stressor number two, you're eating something that you know is going to get you fat. And you're eating something that probably is going to make your stomach hurt, or you're going to start burping, or you're going to start feeling indigestion. Usually that's what it is. We're in our 40s. It happens. Then you have a meeting that you're super stressed out about. So now you have these three stressors going on in your stomach. Now, imagine if you can just sit down and instead of having any of those stressors, you enjoy your meal, good or bad, and you actually do it with pleasure, with thankfulness, and you eat it. It's going to metabolize so much easier in your stomach, and our bodies are beautiful and incredible machines. She'll, they'll know exactly what to do, as long as you're not doing it every day. Because I think that if you're having junk food every single day, I don't think she knows what to do after a while. It knows what to do after a while. It's like, yo, if you're going to smoke crack, only smoke crack once in a while. Don't smoke crack every day, people. No, no, guys, don't smoke crack. Seriously, if you're going to do something, smoke weed. Crack is whack. Not crack. Crack is whack. Crack is like, for who? Who who does that? It's like, I just. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, stay away from that stuff. And even alcohol. Alcohol is bad for you, too. They say, Have a drink every so on. They every say so marijuana is the gateway drug. No, man. I think alcohol is, to be honest with you. Yeah, but alcohol has a lot of commercials, so. Well, alcohol makes a lot of money. So that's why they don't care. They even have the Bud Ball. Yeah, they have everything. Right? And, During uh, the Super Bowl, they have, they have the Bud Ball <laughs> yeah. right? of actually Budweiser just playing itself. Play. Budweiser plays with itself. If you cannot operate a car... After intoxicating yourself, then you shouldn't be doing it. That's it. And if you are, do it in your house. And yeah, don't dude, do it. We, we went out to eat the other day. We oh went to go get God. a quick. 
And there's this dude. Yes, he, we went out to eat. That's the 20%, right? And we went out to get some pink, some pink pinchos. Pinchos. Right? They're really good, though. The, the good stuff, right? And the guy is there. He's online, and he's just kind of... He still has a Heineken in his hand, right? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like this. He just... He's acting very weird. You know, she's, she even told me, hey, keep an eye on this dude. I said, I got him. I've, I already had him from a mile away. You never know. Somebody comes in there just acting stupid. He had a weird demeanor to him anyway. Weird vibe. But then he started smiling with, with, the, with the counter people who were there. So I'm like, all right, this guy's cool. He's, he's up. He's up. He means no harm to anybody. He's just, he just fucked up. Right? <laughs> I mean, a great old time. But then he, he just jumps in his car and he drives away. That's scary. See, that's scary. At a very... Uh, High transit time. It was like seven o'clock in in the evening. And on a main artery in Miami. That's right. Which is US one. That and is like a little mini highway. That's right. And it's. I mean, don't drink and drive, people. That's just. That's just irresponsible. Don't Uber. You can. It's that nowadays, if you're not Ubering or calling someone, you know. Listen, I saw with. I mean, nowadays you have Uber, or friends, of course, but during Super Bowl. Uber prices were super expensive. They were like a hundred, almost two hundred dollar rides. Well, that's good. They should make money too. How come the Super Bowl can charge ten thousand dollars for a seat? I tried to see if we could get tickets because I wanted us to go because I knew Pollux would have a great time. Ten thousand dollars for nosebleed seats. Guess what? Uber, go baby, make some money. Yeah, at least the the common folks are making the money. That's right. So that's right. go for it, dudes. Charge up, baby. That's how I see it. Sorry. Hey, listen. I have the, it's funny because when the big companies make the money, nobody nobody no, bats an eye. It's okay. But when the little guy tries to make money, <gasps> how dare how you? How dare him? You know? How dare you do that? How dare you charge me for extra when I leave my kid here for an extra two hours? So like <laughs> like we 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 have a mom and pop store, right? A mom and pop shop. It's it's our business, even though some people think it's a franchise, but it's not, right? Exactly. And we we charge certain fees for certain things. You know, we have to pay. We have to pay to keep the lights on and to be able to make a living for ourselves and for the and for our employees. But then, everybody, a lot of people come in. Not everybody, but a lot of people come in. Hey, can I get a discount for this? Can I get a discount for that? But I don't see people asking for discounts when they go to like to Bloomingdale's or or to Macy's or or like, Walgreens or CVS or Publix. That's the price they just pay for it. There's no hey, I, I want to buy this shampoo. Can I get it for, I know it says $6, but can I get it for 4 Yeah. How, how come it doesn't work that way? Because everybody is always trying, well, not everybody, but people will always try to screw the little people. And I don't, I, I never understand why. You know what? And it's it's a social conditioning. Like when was the last time you went to Target and you bought a, a shirt and said, hey, you know what? I know the price tag says this, but can I get it for this? Never. They, people will laugh at you. Of course they will. But yet, if you do the same expression, like, no, to somebody, they'll think you're being rude. Oh, no, you, they get offended. They get very offended. Very offended. So and you can't do it. But well, then you, you feel like you have to start giving explanations sometimes. Yeah, but then you know what the thing is? Is that the moment that you also do do a consideration, now every single time, that person wants a consideration. You can't do it once. And on top of that, on top of that, if they have friends among there, they'll tell them, and then you have them coming up to you saying, hey, can I get the same deal they got? I learned that a long time ago. And I said, no, 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 no. So I, I saw a, a post last time that, that said, um, especially in the martial arts world, you know, everybody's 
people can be, hey, well, you know, right down the street or the place I used to go to before, I used to pay a lot less. And the answer to that should be, well, I have clients that pay a lot more. Yeah, I agree. And that's true. You know why? Because when you have respect for who is teaching you and the place that you're in, it's not, it's not even a money factor anymore. And when you shop local or with a small business, here's what you're actually doing. You're not providing the CEO of a company to buy his next yacht or to go on a luxury vacation. No, you're providing that person a chance to feed his family. You're providing that person to, to shop locally, locally as well because they're locals uh, to send their kids to school, put how, food on the table. How about pay their employees to also be productive part of society. That's right. So it's not it's not just you and I. It's you, I, staff, the people that, that we're renting the building from, the taxes that we pay, the sales taxes that we pay, the, the people that we help that come in and are able to work so that their kids can be in a, in a place that's safe. I mean, it's not, it's not just one thing, but it's all conditioning. It's all conditioning. It's all mental and social conditioning. And sometimes you have to charge a certain amount because of the high rent that people are charging you. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about that part. And then FPL... You can try to, you can try to negotiate. Yeah, and then if FPL wants to spike up the rates in the summertime when it's hot because everybody's using the light, then guess I, what? Can I spike up everybody else's uh, tuitions? We have to. If or not, we, we can't. can't pay. Or we can't. But that's what we set a certain tuition that is going to be able to even out throughout the whole year. Exactly. Because we don't raise anybody's tuitions dur- during uh, summer. When, it, when we have to pay a higher electrical bill. My goodness, it double, it triples. It triples in the summer, especially here in Miami. Triples. Miami gets hot. Like, it triples. And they will cut off your light. We'll like, they will light. come in and go, clunk. They don't even come in. They just press the switch over there at the, at the company and go, beep. Even though done. businesses have to pay, like, six months of deposit. That means that right now, FPL has about six months of deposit of our, of our average light in a year. And they'll still come out and be like, click. And if you don't pay, oh, we keep your deposit. <laughs> I tell you, but nobody complains. Everybody say, oh, no, we need light. It is what it is, right? So, I, yeah, that's... But they never see... No, no, people don't see it that way, especially when it comes down to mom and pop stores. And, and, and those are people that are really trying the hardest. They're trying the hardest to survive. You know, big companies, they're big franchises, big department stores, big companies... You never ask for a discount. You get coupons and you get a discount there, but otherwise, nobody says, "Well, hey, this is too expensive. I ain't doing that." I'm going to Old Navy. <laughs> yeah, then you go to Old Navy. You know, you don't ask for a discount there either. Yeah, you don't because they're gonna look at you and laugh. Gonna, well, like, what? It's not on sale today. Sorry, come tomorrow come or to next my, week. <laughs> come during Black Friday. <laughs> and if they can offer it during Black Friday. Those prices for them to be in, in the black, why can't they offer it throughout the whole year? Because why would they do that? Why would they dip into their pockets? But anyways, that's another podcast, and that's another thing that's to talk about. Of, that's just some venting going on right there. That, it, you know what? Because it, it's very frustrating when you're a small business owner. But you know what the main thing is and the most important thing is? Is shop local. Support your local brands because we are the backbone of America. If all small businesses were not to operate, the big corporations wouldn't be able to keep, keep our uh, economy where it's at. So help out and don't give them such a hard time. Let them try to make their money and 
they're only gonna either infuse it back into the business and 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 flourish big and company, create I believe more big things. Companies uh, kill the entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, they do. Because back in the days, there was a lot of hardware stores. Then Home Depot came around, which I loved shopping at Home Depot, but the entrepreneur spirit is gone because people don't want to open up a, a a hardware store because how can they compete against Home Depot? Exactly. So guess what they did? They decided to open up online hardware stores and sell things online because there's a whole bunch of things online. So you know what? The online market helped out a lot, huh? Yeah, because now so, you can actually be an entrepreneur online and sell your stuff online. And have zilch overhead. Zero overhead. That's, that's pretty smart. dope. That's pretty dope. It is pretty dope. Well, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening again. We are finally legal. This is episode number 18. That's right. And then what, what are we going to do for 21? I'm just kidding. For 21. When we get there, we'll know. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. 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 We're out. <laughs>